0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jason Muns is the Tiger Basketball beat writer for the Commercial Appeal. He joins us every Monday. He's joining us now.
1: Muns, how are you doing? Well, Mark, I'm doing fantastically. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm doing all right. What is the the song selection today? Is, is Stone Temple Pilots? STP, bro.
1: Yes, like any particular there, reason? Well, I'm hitting the road tomorrow. I'm going to see some basketball. Uh, and you know, like anytime I get out, anytime I get out on the road, this is like it is good is road music. Staple. Hey, uh, heads yeah. up. I don't know how often
0: Grunge Bob Z- Seeger. I, I don't know how often <laughs> you've done that drive. Heads up around Cape Girardeau. Speed Trap What's Central. Wrong?
1: Oh, uh, okay. Well, and, there's uh, a over there. I'm planning to Well, it's also stop it's
0: one of those good and honorable speed traps where the cops will just get up right behind you and see if you have a out-of-state license plate, and if you do, they just pull you over. Mm.
1: Very oh, honest. Well, they, no, will. what they I do
0: will. is they target people who uh, who are planning to go to the Cadoba, who plan out Kodoba, their Cadoba yes, exactly. trips. Um, is what they're doing. They know I that's was, a world I was famous waiting one. To get
1: a reaction. I was yeah. waiting to get a reaction out of you.
0: No one like no one likes no that one was... likes average Mexican food like Jason. At Hums. least they have queso. Like they're, they're <laughs> in that fast cash. They're in the fast casual space, and they had queso,
1: and then took Chipotle they, like 15 years to bring it in. And they don't use their bare hands to make their guac. So mm. yeah, I mean, but, I mean is, that, is that a point not in their favor? Mark? Yeah, El Chico does well, I was, that. I was going to say. I thought you prefer it that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. That our infamous the the night the the world shut down when we were coming back from the AAC tournament and the El Chico waitress was making a guacamole with her bare hands right at our table and it was probably the last time for two three years. We all looked at each other and we we're like, should we do this? It's like with COVID yeah. going, you know, it was just the beginning stages of the shutdown and we ended up eating the guacamole.
1: It was like it was happening in slow motion. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I distinctly remember us all looking at each other like, "Well, it's it, you know." Whatever. It looks good. I, it's quite it's handmade guac.
0: Wait, did y'all stop at El Chico coming back from yes the tournament? So on Mon- top on top of that, that was back when we were legitimately concerned that COVID was passed via via handshake. It was. I don't know if we were yes. truly at that. We were like at the panic point of like. Rudy Gobert had gotten it. Tom Hanks had gotten it. Remember, like, it all well, happened all at once. It got serious when they came after our dad. When they came after America's dad, that's when officially it was on. Yeah. We didn't really care about Gobert. Yeah. It was just like, are they going to take <laughs> sports away? Yeah. Right, okay. Um. But regardless, you're heading on the road to St. Louis. Tigers are going to play their second game of the season up there. Let's talk about the, the current team, and then we'll get into the, the uh, new recruiting news. For Tiger basketball. I just looked it up, Muns. Memphis is one of five teams in the country that has not played a second game yet this season. Fun fact for you. Marshall, Alabama A&M, Long Island University, and Hampton are the only other four who who have only played one game thus far. Um, But obviously the Tigers looked really good against Vanderbilt. However, that Vanderbilt win, eh, a little luster got taken off when Vanderbilt lost... uh, this weekend to Southern Miss. Uh, your None alma mater
1: scored. None other than.
0: Yeah, scored only 48 was points. This weekend. Only got 48 points against Southern Miss. Didn't break 50. Um, but St. Louis is a significant upgrade in opponent. Uh, what do you think about this second game for the Tigers?
1: I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I watched some of uh, St. Louis's game on Saturday, and granted it was a weekend game, or I think it was like a, a weekend night game, and and uh, against Evansville, and it looked like it was a a really fun environment. So I'm expecting something similar, um, if not uh, more, uh, amped up in there, um, in their arena. But like, I mean. This has got to be up there, like, especially in terms of, like, outside the Power Five this early in the season for best games in the, like, I mean, maybe and, in terms of, yeah, again, outside of the Power Five. like It, it just, did, it, it did it look like college
0: basketball is. took week one off. It feels like it gets started <laughs> yeah. this week. Well, from yeah, what I understand, no. the Champions Classic would have normally been that Tuesday, but they elected not to do it because it was an election year, and it was election it. night. Like, typically, the Champions Classic is that, yeah, that is that bad. Tuesday night, but this year it's it's tomorrow night. It's good. That's well, the thing. It's it, This St. Louis-Memphis game is going to be under the radar a little bit, even in the college basketball world, because you've got the Champions Classic tomorrow
1: night. Yeah, but all that said, I mean, like, I think by the end of the year, like, this is going to be one of those really, really, uh, you know, one of those games that I think – does quite a bit, one way or the other, for both programs. Um, I mean, you know, St. Louis has... uh, There's uh, a decent uh, chance
0: this could be a quad one win for the Tigers because it's on the road. There's a very good chance. All St. Louis has to be is top 75 in the net at the end of the year, and if they're one of the two best teams in the Atlantic 10 this year, like people expect them to be, they will be top 75 in the net more than likely.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have no... Uh, reservations, uh, like I, I, I fully expect that, uh, this to be a quad one situation uh, by the end of the year. I mean, and and, and rightfully so. I mean, you've got Yuri Collins who led the nation in assists last year, running point for St. Louis. They got Javante Perkins back, who I believe was the preseason player of the year for the A10, yeah. la- going into last season before he tore his ACL. Yeah, didn't play against year. Memphis,
0: and Memphis won ninety to seventy four last year here at FedEx Forum. Even if St. Louis is only as good as they were last year, they finished 68th in Ken Palm last year at 23 and 12. Yeah. Even if they're just yeah. as good as last year, there's a yeah. decent shot. It's a quad one opportunity for you.
1: Yeah, but yeah, and I think they're significantly better than that. I mean, everybody, they got four starters back plus Perkins. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Francis Socorro and Javon Pickett are both rebounding the crap out of the ball so far. It sounds they can like score, it looks forward, like, too. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, I guess. I mean, like I looked at I looked at some of their stats, and outside of uh, Javante Perkins and Gibson Jimmerson, um they don't really they don't really they don't really score it that well um, outside of those two. Those two have been the hot hands so far. So if Memphis, you know, like if Memphis can you know neutralize those guys, then maybe maybe they've got uh, you know maybe this is something that's going to go in Memphis's that's obviously going to be a good thing for Memphis. But um, uh, going back to the rebounding, I mean, they've got two guys who are averaging twelve and a half and thirteen rebounds a game through the first two games. It sounds great, but it's Murray State and Evansville, and Travis Ford seems to know that. I, I've, I've listened to a couple of his more recent interviews, and he's he's uh, despite the, the big numbers, he's kind of down on their rebounding. Mm. Um, makes it seem like he's expecting a tough a tough matchup on the boards tomorrow night. So, um, but no, I, I still think this is going to be a very fun, fun game. And uh, one that um, will be strong for the Tigers resume.
0: Yeah, no, it's, and I think you, if you, this week, they've got St. Louis on the road and then VCU at home uh, for the home opener on Sunday. VCU's two and oh, we'll find out a little bit more about them this week. They play Arizona state on a neutral court uh, Wednesday. So, but I think if you go two and zero this week, I think you're going to be in the top twenty-five of the next rank. I think you're going to be in the top twenty-five come Monday. They moved. up. I believe that is true. They moved up to what, Jason, in the in the AP poll this week?
1: Thirty-fifth. They yeah. got forty points or twenty points. I'm sorry, they got twenty points in the voting, and uh, that essentially puts them at thirty-fifth.
0: Yeah, like I think I think you if you can go two and zero this week, you're in the rankings, and that would yeah, be I mean, St. Louis. Hell of a St. start. St. Louis
1: has St. Louis has forty-seven points in this week's poll, and that that. More or less makes them thirtieth okay. in the pecking order. So yeah, I mean you get a road win against against a team like that, and then you know VCU, you know their Ken Palm like ninety seven or something like that today. Um, you know it's not it wouldn't be like you know a a marquee victory by any stretch of the imagination, but certainly another one puts you at three and zero with a, with a road win over Vandy and a road win over St. Louis. So yeah, I would one one could reasonably expect. Uh, next week uh very good news when the when the poll comes out. Get, I also I out. also think so, it's just yeah.
0: a I think it's a good series for Memphis to have. Like espe- oh, like yeah. if we think about especially Memphis basketball moving forward in the new look AAC where you're not going to have games against Houston, you're not going to have games against Cincinnati anymore um on your conference schedule and you're going to be adding some games against some let's just be honest some really bad Programs like UTSA yep. has a really bad basketball program, Florida Atlantic, a pretty bad basketball program, Charlotte right now is way down. You know, like, um, mm-hmm. now you are adding UAB, is it seems like as long as Andy Kennedy is at UAB, UAB is going to be a good game for you, I would suspect. Um, right. but that's a big as long as I think over time. Um, well,
1: it doesn't help that Wichita State is in the state they're in, yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, they lost the to end, someone like- terrible over the weekend, didn't they? They lost All to a swag team. Yeah, they lost to a swag team yeah. Um, yeah. over the weekend. And so I know Temple did beat Villanova, though, uh, which is good news for the league. But they did. Yeah. these are the type of games I think you're going to have to – you know, you may not want to have St. Louis as a home-and-home. Home. You'd probably prefer to have it as a buy game. But I think having St. – like this is a good win opportunity, and it feels like St. Louis just traditionally, that's a type of program in addition to trying to get these SEC schools – Bigger game opportunities. Like, I'd rather see them play this game in a home and home than a buy game against you know, uh, you know someone who's you know. I I like playing these a ten type teams rather than say Missouri Valley or Ohio Valley teams. If that makes sense, it's just a better lead.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I mean, don't even forget about the um, history. You know, the tradition, the the, the rivalry. It's just a good game. Um, yeah yeah no doubt about it. I mean, it was a good it was a good game last year to have on your floor. Uh, it's gonna be an even better game this year because again, st louis is is we think a much better team, and um it's it certainly I mean, you want to win it, but I don't think it's one of those ones where uh it doesn't like do anything to you if you happen to lose it.
0: All right, and then switching course to recruiting real quick, Penny added another recruit over the weekend, Tylor Johnson. Uh, point yep. guard. Um, he now has what five guys in this freshman class committed, and it appears you know any six. day now there'll be. Is it six now?
1: It's six, yeah.
0: And then there is a decent chance they're going to add a seventh. And Ashton Hardaway here soon. He was here over the weekend visiting uh, once again. What do you uh, what do you make of this latest commitment and just the class overall? What it says about how Penny Hardaway is moving forward, if you will, beyond this season.
1: Well, I can't wait, honestly, to to till till Penny can like actually talk about the specifics of this class. And I mean, you you had kind of asked him a week or two ago, um, just in general terms, uh, about his recruiting strategy and how it's uh, already uh, kind of going away from what he did this past offseason, where he didn't, you know, outside of some early. Uh, commitments and you know he did sign one um guy Noah Bachelor who ended up getting released from his NLI um but you know once he got past that it was it was pretty much all portal and um you know if i remember right penny just basically kind of said you know i i uh you know, I like who I like, and I like guys um, who I think
0: can fit into my system, who I can envision in my system. Is how he phrased it. it like to him, it's not necessarily about what year they are, but it's like I, how I envision them playing in my system. And if they fit, right. I go after. If I think they're going to fit really well, I'm going to go after them, no matter who they are, yeah. what ranking, what year, whatever.
1: So it'll be. It'll. I, I am very much looking forward to, to the to when he can finally talk specifics about these guys that he's got, because it is very, it, on the surface, they do seem very guard-heavy, um, this, this six-person, as we sit here today, and you mentioned potentially seven-person uh, class. I mean, and, and it, that's not going to be all they sign. Um, I fully expect them to go after some transfers uh, in the spring and summer. But, um, you know, right now it's very, it's very guard-heavy, and, and it is very high school, obviously, heavy. So, um, but no, Tyler Johnson, he's like six foot, six one, um, smaller-ish point guard, but, um, you know, a very aggressive, hard-nosed, tough, uh, point guard, um, who, who can score and facilitate. So, uh, I think he's like 66th in the, in the rankings. So a four-star guy and, um, and and yeah, like he's he's the latest one to to join the mix.
0: I got a prediction for both of you. All right, there's going to be technically if Ashton Hardaway signs, there's seven guys in this class. Uh, my gut tells me all seven will not end up suiting up for the Tigers. I, that would be my I, prediction as of today.
1: If if I were
0: not uh, necessarily, but whether it's their choice or a mute, quote unquote mutual decision, like the Bachelor situation. Um, Something tells me when push comes to shove, it won't be all seven.
1: I can tell you based on conversations I've had somewhat recently that I agree with you about 99.9%.
0: <laughs> I think I do too.
1: Yeah.
0: Also, That's a big class. Like seven is a lot of guys for one class. It yep, does yep. feel I'm, like, though, they're going to have to completely restock the cupboard next year. Well, you say that, and yet Jaden's got a year of eligibility left. I think Chandler Lawson's going to have a year of eligibility left because of COVID. I think Jonathan Lawson obviously has eligibility left. Damaria Franklin is going to have eligibility left, I believe.
1: I I would not – if 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 Damari Franklin plays this year, he obviously won't be back next year. I mm-hmm. would be surprised, okay, even if he doesn't play this year, if he's back next year. I, th- I, would, I wouldn't expect him back.
0: I think Malcolm Dandridge has another year left because of COVID. He
1: does. If he wants he to does. play. I think there's more. K.O. Yeah, KO,
0: even though he's a senior, has another year of eligibility. I think they've got more guys coming back than you think, and it's why it factors into I don't know if all seven of these guys will come back because they are going to go dip into the transfer portal too.
1: Here's what, here's what, here's, here's, I'm going to write about this later, but, but you've, you've goaded me into it. I, I expect eight to 10 additions somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, However it shakes out, I expect eight to 10 new, new pieces uh, come next year.
0: Munz, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week.